Welcome back to this episode of the Change Agent Podcast. I am your host, Tim McBride. And as I mentioned on the first one that I just recently did, it's good to be back in front of the microphone, getting this podcast up and running. When I first had this going, it was about two, three years ago, my intention was to create a platform to bring on leaders, influencers, and people I called agents of change to come on and share their stories in hopes to inspire others. But over these last few years, as I've shared, you know, a lot has changed in my profession you know, where I've found myself with a broker now that allows me to be in relationship with so many more agents, both here in Arizona and around the country and in Canada. And because of that access and because of all the inspiration I'm getting from a lot of these talented professionals in our industry, I wanted to relaunch this podcast and have it be the real change agents platform where I get to have those same conversations with leaders, people I believe leaders and influencers and and agents of change, but are in our industry, in real estate, and are not just serving the needs of the, the client, but are really elevating their game, elevating their standard of service, and meeting the needs of the community at the same time. And I'm inspired by so many people, and one of those individuals is now a really good friend, and someone I look up to because of the charitable heart her and her husband have, and the success that she's also been able to accomplish in her craft as a realtor, and that is Shay Noon. And she's sitting here across the way from me. It's an honor to now be in business with you, as we're all a part of real, uh, but in the short time we've been talking about kind of what you've accomplished and kind of what you want to do through real estate. It's been a huge inspiration because it ties a lot back to what I've been trying to do. And, uh, and now being in relationship and in alignment with people like you in real estate, there's so much that we can do. So I'm excited to have people get to know you, learn about a bit of your journey in real estate and kind of what it is you want to accomplish now that you're real and what are some of the bigger aspirations you have through our business. So Shay, welcome. Thank you for being here. Number two Thanks on the Change Agent Podcast. Me. I love it. Yes. I think this is fantastic. I'm just happy to be a part of it. <laughs> well, let's start right. from the beginning. How did you get into real estate? Yeah, it's I started a little over 10 years ago. Okay. Um, to be honest, I just went to real estate school because I was going to do it on the side. Okay. You know, the classic, you know, this is super easy. I'm just going to dabble in it. And I decided that I loved it and I wanted to make a go of it. So I it took me about six months of still working my previous job as a hairstylist, and then I dove in and I haven't looked back, so. Okay, so right off the bat, I think people have an expectation for real estate and why they wanna get into it. You know, I think we hear the, the conversation, of, oh, I just wanna help people. Mm -hmm. um, I love homes, you know, I love all, all these, these TV shows that make it and just glorify the industry a little bit. But you said 10 years ago when you got into it, you just really loved it. What was it within six months that you found that kind of passion I think I liked the the freedom. So I think I liked the ability that I could work and do something I'm passionate about, but also have a lot of flexibility and not, you know, not Monday through Friday have to be at this nine to five, you know, tied tied down to a career. So I really like that. That was a big one. But I truly like helping people. And I know that that's something people say a lot, but I like helping people cross the finish line, like kind of have this idea and helping them put all the pieces into place and help them get there. Um, and I also like the contract. I like the legal side of it. So I'm one of those. And yeah, I just, it, it just all fell into place. And then I started, then, you know, I started having kids and I liked being able to make sure I was there to pick them up from school. And it just, it all has been the perfect career for me, for sure. So when you jumped in, did you jump in as a solo agent? Or did you quickly try to identify some sort of mentor or team that you could you could lean into and learn from? Yeah, I was solo. I uh, was with Russ Lyon Sotheby's. So okay. I went through their agent training program and I was at the office and I had a desk and I did all of that. And I was there for about four years. And then I moved on to my home group and I wanted my own brand. 
And that's when I developed my logo in the Noonan Group and started to run with more of a, of a team. Okay. So yeah. What is it about building a team that excites you? Is mm-hmm. it you got to be a coach, mentor, or just more your business was growing and you needed to you know, scale so you can meet the needs of your clients? I think that was the initial draw was I just wanted to know I had help if I was traveling, if there was a deal I couldn't take because it was too far, then I, I liked knowing that I had this structure behind me. But what I ultimately have learned throughout the process is I love helping people succeed. I love helping people find their place, find their purpose, and run with it and find the success. So that's been the blessing, so to speak, of it all. What would you say is your purpose? I love that you just used that word because I think now more than ever as as a real estate professional, especially in a city like ours where there's so many, you have to differentiate, right? You have to be a little more memorable. You have to, in my opinion, and you just shared, you have to have a purpose that's bigger than I want to close 20 deals a year Totally, yeah. and make X amount of dollars. Yeah. You know? And I just got to that point where I, I, for years, I think I was sort of running around selling real estate and I didn't have that and it worked. Mm-hmm. I, it, I was successful and that was great. But within the last year, I really, I really dove into what is my purpose and that is it. It's helping people achieve success. And yes. I think that's where it is my purpose with buyers and sellers, but then it also goes into that's my purpose with agents and helping them do the same thing. So it really does line up with, it, it makes sense for, for who I am once I got to that place. So what have been, you know, you're very confident in how you present yourself. You know, I think when you come across a client, people are gonna trust you immediately. I think you have that sense of professionalism and, and confidence yourself to see them across the finish line, and that's huge. But this industry is tough, right? I've only been in it six years, and you know, I've got some battle scars, and I know everyone does. Can you share some of the struggles that you've had, especially because you've been on your own a lot of this? Mm-hmm. You know, I quickly, I never wanted to be in real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, I share that. I, it's kind of fun because that's who I am. But as I also share, I've never been more confident and secure in who I am and what I'm doing ever before in any position I've ever had. And it's because I have found my purpose, my why. And it's, it's because the platform real estate gives me to be in relationship with so many p- components of our marketplace. But... I quickly learned if I'm going to do this, I need a, I need a mentor. I need to join type of a team so that if there was a time where I fell, I knew I had those resources around me. So I can only imagine being independent on your own, building your own business. If there was a time of struggle, like what did you do to you know find solutions and get yourself back up? Yeah, and I think I I've had that where I felt like I was alone on an island. And there was nobody bringing me up. Like there was nobody inspiring me. And that was not a great place to be in. And that's almost why I made the move over to real, right? That was sort of the catalyst for me a year ago saying, I need to make a change because I feel like the company I'm with, I, I just, I feel like it's, it's just me. I'm alone and I need more. And I started, I went to a women's retreat in the fall. Again, I was already looking and exploring brokerage options. And that's when I realized how much is out there and how much information's out there, how many people do have business coaches, right? You're not really meant to do real estate alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something where a lot of agents go wrong and they don't know how to get out of it. So I'm thankful that I am where I am right now and I'm excited for that. Um, But I would say that's the biggest struggle. And I, I almost say to you, you tend to like fall off the wagon in real estate, <laughs> like <laughs> similar to drinking where you're like, we're okay, going to get real here. Yeah, <laughs> like I call it off. I don't know what else to call it, but you get to where business is slow and you just, you almost don't work 
at all. And you just, you go into chill mode and you're going to the gym and you're just leisurely living your life. And, and it takes that phone call to, to get you back on the wagon and back into your business. (laughs) And I don't want to do that anymore. I just always want to be on the wagon. And if I do fall off, I want somebody right there to like, to pick me back up and get me going again. Um, so I, I remember feeling that through COVID, just the last two to three years, I felt like yeah. it was feast or famine. I was either all in and selling and really crushing it, or I was like, oh, I forgot I have a job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's right. Yeah. Um, so the cons- I've put so much consistency in play in my business this past year, and it, it's it's paying off. And it's I've never been more excited at, about the future, even though the market's changed a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just... I'm really excited for it. Well, two parts there. So you talked about consistency and almost like systems and structure. It sounds mm-hmm. like, what would you tell someone getting into the industry, especially right now? What little bit of advice would you have? Because I feel like that's the direction you would go. Yeah, uh, you, I think putting the work in is okay. so important. I think we do tend to think it's easy, right? What an easy job. I see it on TV, it looks great, it looks easy. And it's not. And I think you have to be consistent in everything that you do. And you have to know, you know, your calendar is your boss. And you have to put the 30, 40 hours a week into it, even though you're not out with buyers and sellers. Mm-hmm. You, What is your back end like? So for me, I'm making sure my social media is get, getting posted. My once a week emails are getting designed and sent out. There's a lot of work that happens just behind the scenes that it's easy to just kind of not do it. And what's impressive with you is that you do a lot of that yourself, yeah. right? Like that, that's the commitment to your craft that you have that I think, you know, I don't yeah. personally, I, I'm of the mindset, like what I, I know where my skills are and strengths are. And I try to find those that have those sk- talents that I might not have and bring them alongside me. Yeah. Um, it's just how I operate. Otherwise I know I'll go down a rabbit hole and waste a lot of time trying to figure it out and maybe I can get there. Yes, but I want to be as efficient as I possibly can. And you know, I'm so, you know, purpose driven and what I want to build and now being a part of real, like there's such, my vision has gotten so much more clear, but like you said, the business has to stay moving forward. And if I don't align myself with the right people and resources around me to keep the business going, then I can't accomplish any of it. Yeah. So I'm super impressed that you do that and, you know, married with kids and have an active lifestyle. Like you're able to do it all. You're RVing up in Sedona. <laughs> You're doing it I all. Do. Like talk about master, <laughs> master of calendar. Like that is a true gift. And Thank I'm envious because I, I can't do that. I'm the type. Uh, I write a list and then I just forget about and you it. Cross, <laughs> I love it. I though too. Like I leverage stuff out. So okay. I don't want to. Like yeah, I'm superwoman. I don't post my social medias. I pay a girl and she comes in and she takes my content. She takes it right from my video guy and she does my captions. She does that for me because I don't want it on my plate. So I have just found if you know, hey, this isn't my strength and I will fall short here, Mm -hmm. hire it out. Yeah. Leverage it out. Just make sure it's consistent, but it's okay to have somebody else do it for you. Yeah. You know? And I think you have to, in this industry, and I'm a big believer in brand and the power of brand. And I am kind of a, a perfectionist, if you will, in that, which is why I've, when I got in the industry, I didn't want to use any of the resources that were made available to me because I didn't see any value in it. Yeah. You know, thank you, Red Bull, for all of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I wanted to be, you know, really authentic in what I put out there. And I can tell you do the same. And there's a sticker shock that mm-hmm. comes. I believe you got to invest in marketing. Yeah. You know, that's why we're sitting at this beautiful table in this beautiful studio, because 
I want this to come off as valuable to you, to your story, to the message you bring out, and seen as something that's professional and well, you know, sc- not scripted because we're here, generally, but well structured. Right? Yeah. It's not just us with a phone because I don't think that'll be received the same. So there's mm-hmm. something to be said with putting money that might suck to put up front into building that brand, especially now more than ever because you need to make yourself memorable. Yeah. And you got to put some dollars behind it, and it sucks. But the you have return, to stand out, yeah. And the return will be there. You know, you just got to stay consistent with it, as you said. Yeah. So I know you've got a lot of big things that you want to accomplish in this job. You mentioned real. So we're both at real. I know why I came over. I'd love for you to share a little bit of why you jumped over and who are some of the people that kind of inspired you to make that jump? Yeah, I started to, I, I looked at them all. I looked everywhere. Um, I looked at EXP. I was weighing pretty heavily over there because what I liked is I, I found that we tend to be in this bubble here and that when you get outside of that and you look at a national level, the knowledge and the execution that is out there, it's crazy, it's so inspiring. And I realized how how falling short I was of that. And I needed to know I was in the right in the rooms with those people that I could learn and just be mind blown of I've done this 10 years. Like I mm-hmm. didn't even know that was a thing or that existed. Um, and I knew I couldn't help others and help whether it was somebody on my team or somebody that I sponsor, I can't help them if I'm not out there learning from somebody who knows more than I do. Yeah. You know, you kind of hit that ceiling where you're like, this is it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting my numbers. I'm doing my sales goals, but I still feel like I, I need to keep growing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just, you, you never know enough. You still, like, yeah, perfectly put. nobody knows at all. And it's like the moment you think, oh, I know everything, like you're done. You're yeah. not growing, you're dead, right? So Correct. And now with the market the way it is, you know, to be in this type of environment where you have people in all, all different circumstances of different states pouring in to the community is massive. Yeah. Because we're all in this together. You know, it's, it's a combat sport. But not really. Yeah, it's There's a, it's a relationship of industry, yeah. and that means you and I as agents collaborating together, working together, understanding each other, you know, giving each other tips. Because yeah. if if we're better at our craft, we'll make the others we work alongside with better. Yeah, you know, when we're doing deals, the other agent on the other side. If we're professional and script well versed in all aspects of the business and present ourselves well, it's going to make the deal that much more better. Yeah, and stronger for both sides. So having access to that is massive, and it's something that was very appealing to me. Yeah. Coming from a small team with great resources, but I felt like I hit the ceiling. I needed more. And a lot of it is when you have bigger dreams and aspirations is because you want to be in, you want to be around people that are, are leading the way. Mm -hmm. And real, I believe definitely is doing that. And you can see it from the top down leadership is just, they're putting so much content and information out that is helping us navigate this world we're in the market we're in, you know, the trends uh, and where we might be in, you know, a year or two. Yeah. And And I think locally, like we can, raise that bar together, which is awesome. Yeah. I'm so excited to see how we can be different and we can be that change that everybody else is looking at being like, wow. Change. Change. Yeah. You said change. So we're going to get into change (laughs) agent while we're here. You are already changing in just the way you run your business, the way you interact with the marketplace, the way you serve your clients. You know, that's, you're a change agent through and through, but there's something more there uh, that you've shared with me. And I'd love for you to share because it's put me in a position to to step outside my comfort zone and turn homes for good, for example, into a 501c3. Yeah. So thank you. You were one of the voices that said, do it. Yeah. And for five years, I'm like, not yet, not yet. You know, that sense of fear, like everything had to be lined perfectly. Um, and it's not, but now is the right time. Yeah. And you and your husband have a 501c3. And it's something that's very important to you. And I'm very excited for you because of what you're doing. 
the network you now have access to, I hope you're able to share as much as you can because I think people are going to pour into you and want to get behind everything you're doing because you have a huge heart and intention just to really really change people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it kind of fell in my lap too. I have to be brutally honest about that. My dad started the 501c3. It's a lot of work, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you're realizing it's not free. It takes time and money. And so he started it. And I would say within three to four months of getting everything executed, he passed away. Oh, like no. wasn't sick at all. It just didn't wake up one day. And so they're obviously processing all of that. He was 59, but I, as, as one of his children had to make a lot of decisions in a short amount of time. And one of them was, he just started this 501c3 and he's the only one that really, that runs it. So what's going to happen to that? And I'm like, I'm taking, let's go, let's go. Wow. <laughs> do it. And I had no idea what I was doing. I, it's, it's called, now it's called Rise Uganda. At the time it was the Omega Care Foundation. Okay. Um, I called it Rise Uganda because we, his nickname was Riz. So it's R-I-Z-E for him. Okay. Uh, just in a way to sort of honor him and rebrand. But I, I think at the time, at all the work he did, all the times he talked about it, I think as a family, we were maybe giving like 30 bucks a month, okay. which is super, is helpful. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I didn't listen enough. I didn't have the passion that he had for it. I would give, but then once it was on my lap, I was like, what, like, why didn't I get more involved in this with him? So it's been a passion project and there's times I feel, I, I definitely feel like I don't do enough which I think is really easy when anytime you're in charity work, you mm -hmm. see the needs so immense mm -hmm. that it's, you know, I'm just not doing enough, but we'll get there. Wow. <laughs> we'll get there. That's, I had no idea about that side. Yeah. So thank you for just being so vulnerable yeah. with me here. You know, why Uganda? What is it that is attraction, is the attraction to Uganda? What is there, the, what need are you helping try to pour into there? Yeah, so we have, currently we have 16 kids and they either are orphaned and have no family or they have family and their family just, just cannot care for them. And they, they can't send them to school. School isn't, is completely different in Uganda. It's not a public school system where it's free. So the kids have to be in more of a privatized school and the children that we take care of don't have anywhere to live either. So we put them in boarding schools. So a majority of the time they're at school, they're living in a almost like a barrack style room. They're fed. We just know that they're, they're cared for, they're being fed and they're learning. So it kills kind of two birds with one stone, so wow. to speak, you know. How do you get in contact with these kids? I FaceTime with them. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I just got a video as I was walking in. One of the girls, I, we bought her all of her supplies today. They just started school this week. Um, Monday was their first day. They, again, their school system's just completely different. So when they go back to school, they need personal items and toothbrushes and things like that. So she sent me a thank you video for her stuff. So they, I mean, the technology's there, which is so cool. Wow. compared to say a compassion international where you know you're giving but you're not necessarily seeing the child mm -hmm. i facetime with these kids they sing to my kids um it's just it's incredibly powerful and obviously um the responsibility is almost greater because of that so so yeah <laughs> 
I didn't want to get emotional, but they're awesome. I love these kids are so grateful and they call us sister or mom because they don't have family that cares for them. So, and the reality is our 16 kids are just this small, I mean, there's hundreds, thousands, right? Yeah. Yeah. So are you working with a school in particular, like the faculty there is that, and they're bringing the kids in. How, like, how, how does it all work? I'm, I'm just very curious because the yeah. fact that you're inter, you're in, you're interfacing with technology, yeah. you're peer, to, you're one on one with them is phenomenal. Yeah, it's cool. We we currently don't um, have the capacity to take on any more than okay. we currently have. Again, I there's so much more that I can do, and that's why I'm excited for this because yeah. it allows me to bridge what I do with with like this passion that I have. But, um, so at the moment we're not bringing any more in, Okay. but there's so many more. Are you, our application, in. I don't know, is that the right word? Applica- how are, yeah, how it, are it's just word of mouth. Okay. Um, okay. at the moment we do have a director on the ground there and okay. he is, he's kind of our, he's in between. He, a lot of times is who's sending us the pictures or FaceTiming us with the kids and he's approached every day. It's it's very known in it's almost like the slums of Kampala that that we do this. So people wow. just beg us sometimes for, hey, will you help sponsor our kids? And there's times that I hear a story and I'm like, you know, I paid a mom's rent for a few months because she couldn't because her kids weren't in school. So I put our kids in school and I paid a rent. And I'm, you know, there's times stories get you and you're like, I have to do something here. But again, there's the need is so, is so vast. It's you, it can be overwhelming in a sense of like how many people there just need help. And, you know, for us, what we think is poor is nothing compared to what, to what their poor is. I agree. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, for when I started Homes for Good, the idea was to how can I bring the stories of these local groups into my everyday conversations? And my vehicle was a, was an open house. You know, I have yeah. this space every day I work out of. It's a way for me to connect with my network, my audience, my potential buyers and sellers and learn their stories and needs. But that space was an opportunity to create real conversations with people and add value. I didn't want to be that agent that was, you know, giving them a clipboard, like, give me your net, your number and email and we'll get back to you. Or I can then put you on a drip system or whatever. I can just harass you. But, um, that space was an opportunity to tell story. Right. And I think what you're doing, if we bring that story into some of your everyday real estate activities, it doesn't have to be your own house and just share what this school, what these schools, what schools doing for these kids, how life changing it is, and why it's important for you to be a part of that. I think, cause that's the key is Shay loves this because this is why it's on your heart. This is why you're pouring into it. Uh, I think you'll be shocked at how many people get behind it because I think that's something everyone can get behind. You know, when I had like first tee of Phoenix or boys and girls club, there was people would, would admire it, but I felt like they're like, Oh, I like that, but I like this over here. Mm-hmm. I think when you play on the heartstrings of what's going on in a third world country where it's on another level of poor and the hardships, and people in real dire need, people I think quicker to step up. Yeah. And with this network, I, I'm hopeful that agents and family members and everyone that hears this will go, I wanna help. Because if you're well known there and people are coming to you like, please, anything would go a long way. I think that a lot of people rally around it. And you have the ability, and this is the power I believe, to share the impact, Yeah. right? You're not just going, we just need 10,000, we're gonna show a picture of a check. Yeah. You're going, here's the face yeah. of the life that's changed. And here's her sharing her joy back to you like, Phew, all day long. I know. <laughs> you know. It was I. I was in church. It was probably like a month ago, and it was 
I was deciding, do I go to real? And I was kind of having, you know, the, the back and forth, what decision do I make? And I was in church and I just, it was on my heart. You have this platform and you, you put these videos out, put the videos out there on this. And I knew that I had to do that. And then I come to real and I meet you (laughs) and I'm like, this is just, this is kind of the, it also was just a relief of balance in my life too, that I needed instead of feeling like I'm burning the candle at both ends. It's just nice to see that I'm in a place that, that this all aligns and I love it. You know? Well, I want to help as much as I can. I know my wife is, we'll, we'll all be in to help. And you know, the logo that I created is basically what you said. It's, it's a home and a smile, but there's a gap. And that's where the change agent exists, in my opinion. And it's that space is blank for a reason because you can make it your own. But the idea is build that bridge that ties your everyday business of real estate to that social need, that social good. And I, I would challenge you because you said it originally, like it's kind of something you do on the side. And yeah. I don't know how to bring it in. People, my hesitation in sharing what I've been doing for the last five years is I don't want to come off self-serving. I don't want to come off as a ploy. My intention to be in this business is to turn a transaction into something local that's transformational to not celebrate just the wins of my deals, but celebrate the impact we can do in our community through the access I get to have to be in relationship with people in real estate. And if you bring that in, because you're tearing up here, like you can yeah. tell like this is meaningful. And then the, the story behind it, like people will rally around it no matter how you bring it into your everyday business. And you could just be like, you know, for every deal I do the, a child, and then you get to share that back. Yeah. You know, I created that little magazine that I gave all my clients in 2021. It said, by you just giving me the opportunity to serve you, we got to touch 730 lives here in our community through these four organizations. Here's what they do. Here's why it's important that we know who they are and why they're doing what they're doing, because it makes our city stronger. And if our city's stronger and we lift that up, people will value their homes even more. Yeah. They'll value our city even more. And they'll hopefully we can plant seeds for people to get involved. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be money. It can be anything. But I think putting that message out there I think a lot of people will rally behind you and just go, how can I help? Yeah, that's awesome. And you have the ability to bring that story back to them and they'll be like, yes, I'll do it again and again and again. Yeah, so no, I love it. I'm, I need, I, I love that I've got the support there and kind of the structure of what that should look like because you've done it mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Nobody else has done what you've done. It's just, I, I just have to give you that. It's amazing. So it's, I'm all just I happy did was to find be a part of it. But it's great. It's great. That's the crazy thing with charity too. Is at the end of the day, um, it takes so much. It's it's a lot of execution, and a lot of people want to help. They just don't know how. They don't yeah. know like where to piece it in. So, um, well, charity can be scalable, right? I think I truly believe that. And I have this kind of motto that kind of comes off change agent. It's shepherd and plus warrior. I, I want to be a warrior in my business so I can be that shepherd I want to be in the community. And, and you're doing that already. You're crushing it in real estate. And if you just subtly bring this into yeah. your everyday conversations or everyday transact, whatever it may be, you know, if you're a door knocker, go knock on door, go by, you know, I, you know, my job is to meet, help my clients, but it's also to serve my community. Here's some of the organizations that I'm trying to help, you know, other, any, I can only know so many, you be my neighbors or anything that you care about. Find ways to just get into conversation. You'll be quick to learn what other people care about. And you'll just naturally start plugging, yeah. you know, Rise Uganda. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many ways that I, knowing how passionate you are and the type, you'll like, people will quickly be like, yeah, how do I help? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. what I need. <laughs> yeah. It just will become part of your narrative before you know it. And I think the stories you'll be able to share back. And again, part of my expectation of this platform is to have so many of these conversations that all of a sudden real is this brokerage where it's a tidal wave of content, of story that's, 
talking about uh, transformation in cities and people's lives through the vehicle real estate, not just you know, 10,000 homes closed this month across the board. It's yeah. life's transformed because realtors are professional in their craft and doing their job and serving needs of their clients. Yeah. So I think I love what you're doing and I think there's a, a huge opportunity available to you if you just share it a little more. Yeah. And I'm here to help over again. I love it. I appreciate that. I need that. It's the boost I needed. Again, that's why I'm here. I'm here to be like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna elevate you here and I'm going to help you make this happen. So. And as you grow a team, because you're bringing on people like, you know, challenge them. Like, this is what I care about. Make that a part of your culture and people will stay. Yeah. You know, that culture is so critical, but sometimes it's fleeting. But something like this, when people are emotionally tied to it, they'll stay and they'll keep finding ways. And, you know, when you have something like that, I heard a story the other day about, you know, it was a pastor on the message and he was saying, like, sometimes we got to reinterpret our understanding of success. And sometimes success is just staying in the game. And I think that's appropriate for agents right now because it is difficult. We all know it's a struggle. You know, it's been very fruitful the last few years, but right now when it's it's tough, just stay in the game. And if you have something like that tied to your why, you'll stay in every day and you'll start to see, you know, success come. And your clients will rally around it yeah. and they'll want to be a part of it. So go get it. That's good. <laughs> I will. Thank you. And thank that, you. Thank you. And that's why you're because you are a true change agent and I would love for you know, for you to share more of that story with how you're doing it, because that's what you're doing. You're elevating your standard of service to another level yeah. and changing people's lives on the other side of the world. And I guarantee with what you're doing and more and pe- more and more people get involved and tell us how we can get involved. So that's the next step. Tell us how they can learn more about Rise Uganda, how they can get in touch with you so they can learn more about kind of who you are in your profession, how skillful you are and how successful yeah, you are. Absolutely. Obviously DM me on Instagram and then we do have a Rise Uganda Instagram page. That's also me. <laughs> so you can find us there, R-I-Z-E. And website is coming. I'm working on designing a more of a fresher website. Our donation system is pretty simple at the moment. I mean, you can give just a one-time donation or you can actually sponsor a, a kiddo. And again, they will FaceTime you. You can send them gifts. It's a very special relationship. So um, I'm happy to answer questions. We have, I think, 10 at this point that are not sponsored at all that we just make happen within our family. So I'm happy to pair somebody up if you wanted to leave a big impact on a child, that's definitely the way to do it. And I'm an open book. So Well how much just you know, ballpark, how much a month would you are you guys giving or would would be needed to kind of continue to support the numbers you have and if not more? Yeah, it's about fifty dollars a month. Okay. Okay. Um, again, what that does is that's giving them $50 a month. You can either do it monthly. We do have a sponsor that does monthly. It's just easier for budgeting. We also can just do it per term every three every three months. And then we, with that, they're getting school, board, food. They're getting everything for wow. that. And they do love it. We, we as a family will do gifts at Christmas and things like that. You don't have to do that, but it is really easy to make sure that they get you know, fun gifts here and there. And they love to talk. They love to video chat. So that is, again, you are really part of their family. And I think that's such a crazy concept to think about that this Mm -hmm. stranger on the other side of the world is somebody that you, you is your, almost your livelihood. And without, without you, they don't get to go to school. They, they don't eat. We've, we have found Mm -hmm. some of the kids eating out of the trash can on the street. So um, so it's really powerful what you're giving them. And 
once they get that education in Uganda, they are set up for success through adulthood. So it's not just school, it's it's their whole life that you're impacting. So I love to talk about it. I'm, I'm happy to hop on a call with somebody if they want to chat more. So we're a baby, baby organization, <laughs> but we will, we will get there and we will grow. And I eventually want to have a team where we go over there and we help paint the school because even the schools are not mm-hmm. to the, it would what shock we, people. Probably what we're envisioning. It would shock people. Yeah. I mean, they sleep yeah. on um, like plywood almost stacked three, three high. So the schools, the infrastructure, even at the schools could really use help. There's so much need that I would love to do that in the future. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, obviously, we're more focused on just getting each child sponsored first and foremost. And then once we do, we can go into more helping the school infrastructures. Wow. So And $50. Like, just break, if you know, break so that simple. down daily. It's that, that the amount of impact that can come from that. And then you mentioned, like, the level of poverty compared to here. There's, they're not the oh. same. $50 here yeah. barely scratches the surface on anything. It still has immediate incredible impact. But $50 in Uganda, if it's doing school, food, board, all that, yeah. it's incredible. It's so, it's so impactful, yeah. And that's what's cool about the boarding. When I first um, came into Omega, when it was Omega, when my dad passed away, we actually had a house that we were paying rent, and then the kids would live there. But we found we lost a lot of control, and we didn't know. We Now we're buying food, and it was just really hard to track the finances. And there were some unfortunate situations that happened with our director at the time. So that's where this boarding setup is great. We send the money right to the school. So the bursar, that's who takes the money. The bursar gets the, the money for the children and we're not exchanging money. We, we know right where it's going. Oh, wow. So, and, and none of us make money. I don't take any money off the top, right? If I get it, it goes, it goes right out. So it just allows us to control, make sure that the kids are happy and healthy and and know where the money's going. Well, we're going to make sure people are aware of what you're doing and can get involved. And before we shut down, I would love to kind of get your expert opinion on, you know, where we're at right now in the market, what you're seeing for 2023. Obviously, there's been a huge shift. And there's a lot of narrative going on in the media, if you will, a lot of, you know, scary terms being used. But, um, you know, I see something a little different. And I know you do, too. So I'd love to kind of share a little bit of your perspective. So any agents that are local listening or around the country can understand kind of what we're dealing with here local in Phoenix. I think we're so lucky to be where we are. And I'm a little bullish. I think we're going to have a great spring. I think we're going to have a very similar to market that we had market that we had in, say, 2019. You know, 2020 was crazy. 21 was crazy. If you just go back to 2019 and you look at the trajectory of the market and the way that it was a nice, healthy market, spring was busy summer slowed down I think we're gonna see I think we're gonna see that yeah I think we're gonna see my prediction that I've done is about a five percent appreciation which is still really strong Strong. you know throughout 2023 especially as rates start to hopefully come down so I think we're gonna have just a nice healthy stable market but that's that's the conclusion I've come to after looking at all the stats again I'm a little (laughs) optimistic on that but I think that's where we should be yeah you know at the end of the day yeah and I think you can just tell by the 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 buyer appetite right now their activities picked up immensely there's so much pent-up demand that is out there that I think's just been pent up for months and we're starting to see it 
come in come into play. Yeah, the new home buyer and the and the second home buyer. I think to me that's what I'm seeing a big movement in first time home buyers and second home owners. Yeah. You know, everyone that's locked in a low rate, we know they're gonna stay probably unless there's a life circumstance that changes, right? But yeah. there's a huge push from that first time home buyer right now. And there is inventory out there. It might not be amazing, but there is more than we were with over a year ago. So there's options, buyers are getting control back, which is exciting. So a lot of, I do believe we're gonna have a, a spring that can be pretty fruitful for a lot of people and not as gloom and doom as people want to share. Yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunities out there right now. So I just hope buyers see that yeah. and don't let the fear, the narrative kind of hold them back. Yeah. I think now's a great time. If I was looking to buy, I would buy right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have any hesitation. So, and then having, you know, the right resources around you is something I'm always telling everyone, they, you know, know what your numbers are. I think that's critical right now too, Absolutely. right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you have everything lined up, it is the market can opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity out there for them. So yeah. thank you for sharing everything you've shared. Thanks and I for want having you to me. just plug one more thing about, about real that's exciting for you this year and what you're doing. Yeah, I'm excited just for the growth. Again, I love helping people be successful. So I'm excited to put into play the growth measures that I have. I love helping people with social media and video. That's a big passion for me as well. So I'm excited to roll that out and get some masterminds going. And nice. I just, it's its only been a month, but I love what what we've rolled out with this company and here locally. Like I said, we need to raise the bar and we I'm do. excited that we're going to do that. We do. And, and we are right. And I think you've got some great ideas at play. So if you guys have any questions about what she's trying to accomplish, I would highly suggest reaching out to Shay because she's got, got some great systems in play that are making her very successful, but she's also trying to grow, like you said, to yeah. empower you wherever you're at in your business to be better yeah. um, in a lot of different capacities. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank Thanks you for, for being so honest me. with us. Yeah. Thank you for being a change agent, literally, for what you're doing here to our marketplace from a professional standpoint and what you're trying to accomplish in the world. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy your day. Thanks. Talk soon.